Welcome to Plant Medicine Transmissions with Javier Regueiro. In this episode, I would like to continue the exploration of how connected we truly are to the entire universe. In the previous episode, I talked a lot about food. Food is for us human beings of utmost importance because unlike plants, we cannot provide for our own. We cannot create our own food. And even plants do need light and water. The shamanic attitude or viewpoint is that we are not alone, we are not separate, and that we are actually part of systems within systems within systems. The ecological movement has been instrumental in making us modern people aware of how interdependent and interconnected all aspects of creation truly are. And shamanic practices are intended to honor that awareness, to honor that interconnectedness. It always makes me laugh inside when I hear somebody who comes to me interested in plant medicine and yet they have this attitude of, I am going to do this, I'm going to heal, I'm going to wake up all by myself and I don't need plant medicines. This is usually just a badly disguised way to justify the fear of the plant medicine experience. But for me, most importantly, it's a sign of how truly egocentric we are, even those who are on a spiritual journey. Because in reality, we never do anything on our own. We have support in all of the universe, support of many different kinds, and I will mention a few important ones. The first thing is how our environment affects us. The land, the waters, the air, the geographical and geological situation of where we live is very important. It affects us on infinite levels. And to connect with the land where we live is most important in order to become more consciously aware of the support that we are receiving at all times. Also, it is never an accident what place we choose for our living. We are drawn to this or that part of the world, to this or that weather for very specific reasons. And uh, a friend of mine from Chinchero pointed out to me 
many years ago as I first arrived in this area and I was looking for a place where to settle, he said, Javier, we don't choose the place where we live. The land chooses us. And it chooses us for very specific reasons, no matter how mysterious those reasons may be. The despacho ceremony, offerings to the earth and the land and the surrounding mountains and body of water is a wonderful way to connect with the earth. And in the case of any ceremony, including plant medicine ceremonies, it is always a wonderful idea to acknowledge this support from the land that surrounds us and to thank it afterwards for that support that we may have received. Personally, I know that I would not dare to do my work with plant medicines without that support. We can expand that practice by also acknowledging the space outside our own planet to honor the influences of the moon, of other planets, of the sun, and beyond, of other solar systems, of other galactic systems. Because all of these do affect us one way or another. How expanded we want to be in that acknowledgement and honoring is a personal matter. What is important to know is that no matter what it may look like, say for instance, nowadays we are suffering from the consequences of our mismanagement of this planet, we are experiencing increasing natural disasters as well as human-created disasters. All of this may make us doubt about the benevolence of this universe when in reality all of these challenges that we are experiencing globally and collectively nowadays is just part of this cycle of creation, growth, decay, and destruction so that a new cycle may begin again. This phase in the cosmic cycle is a difficult one to embrace. All of us have our own challenges in dealing with it and accepting it, and it's easy for us to entertain the possibility that the universe has an evil agenda, when in reality, what we perceive as a destruction, as a disintegration, is just part of this cosmic natural cycle of death, rebirth, death, and rebirth. This is ultimately a benevolent dynamic because it allows for that renewal of our own universe. Many years ago, I was in an ayahuasca ceremony in the jungle when I connected with Machu Picchu. 
And the vision that I had was of pre-Columbian times where people were in ceremony most of the time, in ceremony or prayer, and they were also deeply connected with our brothers and sisters in the stars and talking to them just like we talk on a cell phone nowadays. I confess that my relationship with extraterrestrial energies is rather limited, but it is open. I am open to receiving whatever messages, and I'm always grateful for the support that I know I receive, even though I may not hear it. When we align ourselves with the benevolent energy of the universe, then we may also enter in contact or in relationship with all other aspects of benevolent energies of this universe. And there is no shortage of it. Shamanism is about... Just like in a, a shamanic dieta process with plants, is about nurturing relationships. It's about getting to know the universe that surrounds us instead of being scared of it. And the more we get to know the universe, the more we nurture these relationships, the less of an unknown it becomes. And therefore, the less we are prone to projecting our own fears onto what it is that we don't know. Another very important aspect of shamanic practices all over the world is the connection with the ancestors. Personally, I must say that my connection with my ancestors is rather limited but friendly. However, I live here in Pisac and my house was deliberately positioned in order to face the north and in order to face the ancient ruins of Pisac. And I'm always aware of the energy of the ancestors of this land. I sometimes ask for their support in very specific ways, but in general, I am aware of their benevolence and their continuous support. The connection with our ancestors and the ancestors of the places where we dwell is also very dependent upon our relationship with our fathers and mothers because they are the first in the line of ancestry. So if there is a disconnection in that relationship with our parents, then accessing our ancestors' power and wisdom becomes practically impossible. So the reconnection with that source of strength and power and wisdom is strictly dependent on healing our very own relationship with our mothers and fathers. 
from that healing, then we can begin also in many cases to heal whatever aspects of our ancestry lines that call for healing and integration. The wisdom of our ancestors is inscribed in the very DNA of all cells of our beings. It is a piece of information and wisdom that is with us at all times. It may be a little difficult to access it, but with patience, with contemplation, with silence, we can little by little connect with this wisdom in very positive ways so that we are not walking on this planet on our own, but with the support of all of our ancestors. Last but not least is the support and the guidance that we receive from old teachers. That wisdom is passed along with the sharing, the transmission of that knowledge and wisdom and is available to all of us. For instance, my teacher, who is an Amazon jungle native of Kapanawa descent, his work, his wisdom, is not just of his own doing, of his own discovering. He actually carries a long lineage of such wisdom. And this creates, once again, a solid container for my ceremonies and my work. And of course, we have all the support of old spiritual teachers through their texts, through their teachings, and most importantly, through their energy. Everything simply changes form but nothing gets ever destroyed. So all the spiritual work, all the awakenings that the human race has experienced through certain individuals, he's still with us. It doesn't go anywhere. That vibration of spiritual elevation supports us all in very mysterious but very beautiful ways. And so once again, to think I am going to awaken all on my own is, in my opinion, a rather misleading attitude because we also carry that vibration of ancestral wisdom and spiritual knowledge. When we look at the whole picture, we can only be in awe of it all because we create ourselves, we insist on believing ourselves to be separate from everything else when in reality the whole universe is with us at all times and not just in the present moment, but including the vibrations that are still present with us from a long distant past. How each one of us 
may decide to pursue that reconnection with the entire universe, it's up to each individual. What is beyond any doubt, at least in my experience, is how beneficial this reconnection in whichever ways and with whatever energies we may feel drawn to reconnect is instrumental in healing that sense of separation that creates anxiety, fear, and confusion. Shamanic practices can be as simple or as complicated as we may feel drawn to experiencing them. But for me, it's always about simplicity. It's about, for instance, simply going for a walk out in nature and listening, listening to the wind through the trees, looking at the sky, looking at the rivers, and becoming open to receiving their benevolent vibrations. Nature and the whole universe speak to us all the time. The only requirement for us is to be for long enough in silence so that we can actually hear these voices and feel these energies. When people from abroad come here to the Sacred Valley, they ask me about this or that activity and I find myself recommending actually to do as little as possible. Just like in a shamanic dieta in the jungle. Because it is through this level of silence and non-doing that we can actually connect with these energies that may be a little subtle or in the case of mountain energies, we are so not used to perceiving mountains as living beings, as energetic beings. And therefore, since this connection with the earth has been severed or damaged or neglected for so many centuries for us Westerners, then it takes a little time and patience in order to reconnect and entering in relationship with these mountains or mountains anywhere and all aspects of nature and creation. That reconnection can happen through ritual, through ceremony, but most importantly, it happens through non-doing, through contemplation and silence. Ritual and ceremony can help us focus, can help us sit down long enough to actually be able to listen, but they're not a requirement. It is up to each one of us to create and nurture our very own practice, which is not about shamanism at all. It's simply about being in connection deep, intimate connection with the whole of creation. Blessings.